is day 37 of our Lent Reflections on the Fruits of the Spirit. My name is Ruth, and today we are looking at the fruit of self-control. As we enter this time of reflection and prayer, we still ourselves and become aware again of God's presence with us. Let us pray. Lord, I pause from the busyness of life and choose to set my focus entirely on you once again. Please meet with me and speak with me in these moments ahead. Amen. Our Bible verses today are from Matthew 5, verses 29 and 30. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. In the 1960s, Walter Mischel, a Stanford professor, created a test to see how various five-year-olds would respond to being left alone with a marshmallow for 15 minutes, with instructions not to eat it, and with promises that if they didn't, they would be given too. Testing their ability to control their desire for immediate gratification with the promise of delayed satisfaction. The findings of the study are really interesting. The children who exercised most self-control went on to have higher SAT scores than those who couldn't wait. In later years they were thinner, not partial to marshmallows I presume, earned more advanced degrees, used less cocaine and coped better with stress. So there we are, scientific proof. Self-control has long-term benefits. Self-control is not a particularly attractive idea. It doesn't turn heads or grab headlines. It doesn't necessarily impact others in the way that the other fruits we've reflected on can do, like love and kindness. And self-control can be as seemingly small as saying no to another Oreo, French fry or milkshake, or it can be as significant as living out a resounding yes to sobriety and sexual purity. In the small and the large areas of living, certainly in my experience, self-control is definitely easier said than done. However, I believe self-control is really important and possibly the most important fruit in our Christian life. I like to see the list of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5 and verse 22 as a powerful crescendo with self-control as the climactic fruit, the best saved till last. And reflecting on the Bible verses for today bears this out. Self-control is extremely important in the light of eternity. Unrestrained desire leads us into temptation and into sin and sin takes us to hell. Jesus is emphasizing that being led by our urges, rather than keeping our desires under control, is a path to destruction. Proverbs 25 and 28 likens, 
a man without self-control, to a city broken into and left without walls. However, please don't despair or dwell on your lack of this essential fruit. The good news is that fruitfulness, self-control, is not dependent on your willpower. It's not like a school report where you should try harder and could do better. Having joined Slimming World a few months ago, my relationship with food, sugary foods and chocolate in particular, has come under the spotlight. Having started very enthusiastically, within a couple of weeks I was berating myself for my total lack of self-control when it came to chocolate, Jaffa cakes and hot cross buns. And I went on to imagine myself taking control of my desire for sugary foods and swelling with pride at the strength of my own willpower. As I was having that moment of self-reflection, God spoke to me. Self-control is not a pride or shame issue. It's a fruit issue. Self-control is not about bringing ourselves under our own control but under the power of Christ. Not exercising our own will, but submitting our will to God's, just as Jesus himself did. The fruits of the Holy Spirit are exactly as the words convey. We will be fruitful because we are filled with the Holy Spirit, walk in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit, and are led by him in every aspect of our life. Let's pray. Loving Father, thank you that we are yours. Thank you that we can abide in you, rooted and grounded in your love, challenged by your word and filled with your Holy Spirit. We reflect on those areas of our life where we take control and we submit them to your will, asking for the power of Christ to transform us today. Amen.